This is Honest Math Chat, an elementary teacher podcast. Today's episode is number 15, titled How Black History Leaders Can Help Our Students Feel Seen. On today's episode, we're going to chat about what all this means, representation, safety, and belonging, and why it matters in math class. And then we're going to get into the ways that you can truly see your students and their identities. We'll talk about how you can use quotes from mathematicians to inspire and empower your students. This is Honest Math Chat, and I'm Mona Eel of Mona Math. I'm a former math avoider turned math teacher cheerleader, and I'm going to get real honest with you about math classroom culture, engagement, math discussions, and all the student-centered instructional practices to help you empower your students to love and understand math deeply. So every Monday on Honest Math Chat, we're going to work together to make our classrooms places where students see themselves as mathematicians. But let's not wait. If you're ready to engage every learner and get them pumped about math, you've got to use math discussions. I welcome you to download the guide to engaging math discussions right now. Go to monamath.com slash discussions. You'll get all my best tips on how to guide on the side while getting every child meaningfully engaged in discussing their math thinking. Okay, it is that time of year again when we start to honor those underserved populations in certain months. Coming up, Black History Month, but you may have missed it that November was Indigenous Peoples Month, and before that, Hispanic Heritage Month, September 15th to October 15th, and Asian Pacific Americans Month is in May. And although I am a firm believer that these months are important in bringing awareness and honoring the people that have been historically underrepresented in our country, it's my mission that those underserved people are fully represented in our classrooms on a daily basis. The thing is, we all have children that come from diverse backgrounds. Representation matters. We have students that don't often interface with people different than them. Representation matters for them, too. Representation matters because our students need to see themselves in our classrooms. They need role models, right? And when students see those role models that look like them, who have been successful in math, who have made inventions or uh, advancements in math, when they see people that think like them or have a culture like them, when our students have similar living situations or you know, just similarities with the role models that we're putting in front of them, they see themselves in those roles. That is why our students need to feel that sense of, you know what? People in math are people like me. So why does this all matter though, right? Why dedicate a whole podcast episode to this? It's because I truly believe that our students need to feel like they belong in our classrooms before they can analyze or synthesize or justify their reasoning in math. Before they can do those higher order thinking skills, 
they need to have their basic skills met. And a basic skill, not skill, a basic need of humans is to feel like they belong, to feel like they're safe. And we can and should create that sense of safety and belonging in lots of ways. We can do things like using math norms, teaching our students about growth mindset, using reflections, forging strong relationships with our students and among our students, and teaching our students how to collaborate. Those are all ways that we can create that safety and belonging. And those are, you know, ways that our students are going to feel comfortable in class, making, taking risks, making mistakes. It's going to make our class a place where students know that they can speak and will be listened to, where they can relax because they know that they won't be judged or made fun of if they make that mistake or if they share something personal. We often think that this type of thing matters um, it more in subjects like writing or reading, where students will often be like sharing connections to the text or sharing personal narratives that they wrote about important times in their lives or vulnerable subjects. But that's just not true. <laughs> we are all teachers of children, not of curriculum or standards, children first, right? And our society needs people who are emotionally intelligent, confident, and relatable. And that happens through teaching the whole kiddo, seeing them for who they are and honoring them for their uniquenesses, seeing their identity, and bringing that to the forefront of our classroom. Which brings me to another point. This is not about showing our students who we want them to be but instead seeing them for who they really are, the unique elements, the good, the bad, the quirky of their identity. Yeah, of course, we have role models and people we want our students to aspire to be like, but this is not about that. This is about creating a space in a classroom where students are honored for who they are. Okay. So one way to do that is by sharing the inspiring words and work of those who have come before us. And I do this every day in my middle school classrooms. We start with a quote. And it's such a quick and easy way, like a do now, if you will. It takes five minutes and it really pays off in setting the tone for our work that day. And I really love using mathematicians because, you know, teaching math, uh, but because mathematicians don't get talked about enough. In fact, I bet your students couldn't even name a mathematician if you asked them to, or even a black mathematician. So I say, let's change that, right? I like using quotes to start our math class from mathematicians that may or may not look like my students. People of various backgrounds, ages, walks of life, as a way to show my students that the possibility for their own futures are endless, and that they, too, could be a mathematician. I would like to use these quotes as a way to show my students that the obstacles that these people have faced and the strategies that they used to overcome them and point out the accomplishments that their hard work, innovation, and grit have, you know, helped them along the way with. So, 
I've got three ways or reasons you can't wait until Black History Month to introduce your students to these people, these Black folks, but also the many, many other diverse mathematicians that are out there. So reason number one is the time is now to create a sense of belonging and safety. Number two is representation matters. And number three, the possibilities are endless. So let's dive into number one. The time is now to create a sense of belonging and safety. As I've already mentioned, that is a key need. It's a basic need of our students. And when we create that strong classroom community, our students feel safe to share, safe to be themselves, safe to take risks, make mistakes, and learn from them. We can't truly reflect on our mistakes and learn from them if we don't first feel safe to make the mistake. So spend time creating that safety and belonging in your classroom through, as I've already mentioned, the math norms and even just having that quick huddle up as you first come into the class, right? Let's circle up, guys, and do a quick check-in. That can really take that safety and belonging and ramp it up. Make sure everybody feels seen, right? Which leads to number two, representation matters. If you're a kid who lives with your grandma and maybe, or okay, if you're a kid who lives with your grandma, or maybe you're a kid who has purple hair, or maybe you're a kid who is um, a new American citizen, those are all unique parts of your identity that could very easily get lost in math class right? Yeah, of course, in reading, we're probably going to read a story about, you know, the immigrant story, or we're going to address different family structures in social studies or reading or writing. But that might not be talked about in math. So I challenge you to think about ways that you can highlight for your students that you see all the parts of their identity. And maybe those three examples there that I just gave aren't um, parts of kids' identities that are going to come up in math, but I challenge you to really get to know your students and all the parts of their identity that they both show and the parts of their identity that they keep hidden. One of the um, best activities I did with my students when I was teaching middle school was this paper plate mask um, activity. And we created a mask, like with a face on the front of the paper plate, and they put all of the words and symbols to represent what they show to the world from their identity, like what parts of the world, right? So they, they, all their physical features, and then, you know, they would say things like funny or friendly or things like that. And then they put the things um, that are part of their identity that they don't show the world on the inside of the plate. So when they held up the mask, it was like those were the parts of their identity that they didn't want people to see or that they just naturally didn't show people. And that might be things like immigrant, poor, um, you know, struggles in math. And I'm not saying you have to do this activity in your math class, but if you work on a team with people and, you, you know, the social studies or ELA teacher could do that, awesome. Or maybe you have time in your schedule um, to do something like that. But even if you don't have the time, really thinking about 
how can you get to know your students in ways where you see what they're trying to put out there and you get to know them deeply enough where you might find out parts of their identity that they're keeping hidden. Think about how that can make you a better teacher for those students, right? When you know what their internal struggles are or what they're less confident in, you can really, you know, create not only the safety and belonging in your classroom when you know those things, but you can help them see other people that are like them or have similar, you know, identities or parts of their identity that have become mathematicians or have overcome those challenges. All right. And number three is the possibilities are endless. And this idea here is that, yeah, start with Black History Month and start making mathematicians visible to your students. Use the quote posters that I have in my teacher shop um, and put those up. And if you want to take one each week and focus on it or one every few days and dive into who that person is and what their quote means, um, read biographies about those people, show YouTube videos about those people. Start with Black History Month, but don't stop there, right? Think about June for Pride. You can go all sorts of into, you know, LGBTQ plus folks that are mathematicians. Whoa, that would be super powerful. And if you want, use the, you know, the months that are set aside to honor um, different folks, use those months to really push yourself to increase the representation in your classroom and then add to it. The possibilities are endless. When we start seeing ways to help our students see themselves in our math classroom, really, again, the possibilities are endless. So I'm really excited to see what you create in your classroom. Please share pictures of how you're engaging your students with diverse mathematicians. I would love to see them. Share them with me on Instagram at hellomonamath or visit my um, blog and leave a comment and tell us how they're, go how they're doing. Um, so that's what I've got for you today about incorporating Black history leaders into your classroom. But I hope you're leaving with a sense that this isn't just about Black history which is very, very, very important, but it's about representing all of our students and showing our students folks that aren't like them, right? Because that matters too. When we create a community that is compassionate to those that are in our community and those that are not represented in our community, that's how we can change the world with our students. Well, that was your dose of Honest Math Chat for today, friend. Thanks so much for listening. It would mean so much to me if you subscribed, shared this podcast with your friend, or leave a comment. <laughs> if you have not downloaded my free guide that I made in response to the questions you have all about engaging your students in math discussions, go grab it, monamath.com slash discussions. And if you have other questions that I haven't answered, shoot me a DM on Instagram at hellomonamath. I can't wait to chat more with you next week. Remember, we're here every Monday. I'm always listening on my way to work. When do you listen? See you soon, friend.